0: Hello, hello everyone. So for today's podcast episode, I have an interview with Christina Lark for you. So Christina is a bespoke, powerful, authentic storytelling strategist and public speaking trainer for entrepreneurs. And she's also a nomad actress. She helps entrepreneurs and aspiring influencers to be visible confident and magnetic so that they can become the sought-out leader in their industry and multiply their tribe, influence, and income. And when I came across Christina, I knew that she has such a unique talent and I really, really wanted her on my podcast, which is why we um, produced this amazing interview. And we are talking all things visibility, growth, and being visible online. So we are talking about go-to strategies for becoming more visible online and on social media. We are talking a lot about Facebook Live and how you can be awesome on facebook live we are talking about um how to be more confident online and why people are sometimes afraid of being like more visible and showing up consistently especially online and we will talk about how you can um, overcome your fears of visibility and yeah really make an impact on social media Welcome to the Digital Diamonds Podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura. Very nice to meet you. I'm a digital marketer and online influencer, and I help ambitious business owners to create unique social media strategies and establish their brand online. So if you are a driven entrepreneur who wants to grow and monetize their following on social media without giving up valuable time in your business and private life, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, Christina. I'm really, really happy to have you on Digital diamonds today. I'm super excited. So how are you? Um, Please introduce yourself and tell us why you do what you do.
1: Hey, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, My name is Christina Lark and I am an actress and I'm also a public speaking and camera technique and storytelling Coach, let's say coach, like people have a certain stigma about this word, but yes. And I do what I do because first I started directing actors and then I started uh, doing workshops like creativity and expression and theater workshops for non-actors. And at the end of the workshops, they would come to me and they would say that, well, they felt so liberated and they felt so alive and Even they they came to me and said, Look, for the first time ever, I could stand up in a meeting and uh, talk to my boss because everyone else was interrupting and I could put my idea out there and people in my work would see that I am smart, that I am worthy and that I have good ideas. So, and and entrepreneurs as well, they said, I could go to a pitch uh, like for funding meeting with investors and I was secure and I was a showman and I was entertaining and I I was granted the fund. So I realized that as they felt liberated, as they felt more alive, as they felt more confident. This was like my mission, you know, to to pull people from the matrix and to make them step into that fierce leadership position
0: and energy that they always had and didn't know they had. That is so, so cool. Like, honestly, like my opinion is that there's – like way too little training on like public speaking and how to really be a good communicator because I feel like so many people are just not confident with public speaking, but it's like super important. Yeah. There
1: are two types of like three, obviously, people who are very confident with public speaking and they are very charismatic and they do great. There are people who keep second guessing themselves or don't have enough confidence or maybe have imposter syndrome and they think, oh, maybe if I open my mouth, people are going to think I'm a fraud or see I'm a fraud, which is not true. Obviously, this is just insecurities that we work with. And there's a third type of people who absolutely have no problem with public speaking and they think they're doing great. But it's either as news fest, you know, or they just saying stuff that is not connecting with the audience or they're coming across as maybe arrogant. I don't know. So obviously there should be uh, training because it's communication, right? It's human communication. It's the most important thing. And as we grow up with insecurities and and many other uh, uh, blockings that we acquire, as we grow up or as we go into adult life, we, we end up having this ability, natural ability that we have fainting for us and we should keep training this.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I totally agree with you. And for me, like, I'm studying public relations. So I'm also all about, like, communication. i am oh. also, I also recently joined debating. <laughs> That's great. I love yeah. it. Yeah, so it's actually <laughs> quite funny. But um, you said that there are people definitely who are, well, I'd say not, like, 100% confident, like, mm-hmm. speaking, um like in front of people and also like not maybe confident really showing up um, online and on social media. So my first question is actually, why do you think those people are afraid of being more visible and showing up consistently, especially online? Well, my favorite
1: explanation for this actually is I love a blog called Wait But Why. And I love advertising him, even if it's like he's not a coach or anything, but he's just great. His name is Tim Urban. He was invited to do a TED Talk. And his theory is that obviously uh, back in the prehistoric times, we needed the approval of our tribe to, to thrive and to live. It was a matter of, of life and death, especially the authorities in our tribe. So if someone didn't like you, you we, we would be like shunned to the middle of the forest or the desert or the, the cold and the ice, and we would be either devoured by tigers or never be able to hunt or never be able to mate, and this would be for us, right? But as society evolved and as civilization evolved, it evolved much faster than our brain. We are still kind of wired to, be, to live in that uh, prehistoric society. So we still have these fears and, and, and this instinctive need for approval. We all have, right, in, in some capacity. And, and, and we just feel afraid that if we, if we are not approved, if people don't like us, this will be it for us and we're never going to be able to recover which nowadays is bullshit because, I mean, there are so many people in the world and there are so many different personalities and opinions out there. And if some, I I mean, it's granted, not everyone is going to like you. if Everyone likes you. You're doing something very wrong. And I really want distance from you because you seem dangerous. So the thing is you have to go after the people who like, if someone doesn't like you just, you know, look for your tribe. And obviously when you're speaking in public, Or or when you're speaking like in a group of friends, whatever the situation is, you will attract the people who who connect with you and who are part of of your tribe. And and if you are disconnecting from the people who don't, it's just like a time saving that life is is giving you. So so that's, that's basically my explanation. I guess people feel afraid that if they are not liked, this will be it for them. And it's absolutely not. And as you see, like per Facebook likes hearts and, and angry faces. There are, it's so hard to see an angry face as a response of a post that, you know, uh, someone posted and everyone is saying, yeah, this is bullshit. Just like you raise your Facebook and die, you know, like it's so extreme. This It doesn't happen. People are nice. We are, we are afraid that people are not going to be nice to us, but everyone is afraid of the same thing. So we should just remember that this is an instinct that shouldn't be there. This is like, an, like our appendix as a residue of something that makes no sense anymore in our society. Deep, like breathe deep and, and just go for it.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, I think that is so, so interesting. Um, that is actually also something that, like, I like to talk about, this, like, whole fear of, like, being visible and, mm-hmm. and promoting yourself, that fear because you're basically afraid of rejection and of what, like, other people think or will say. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you have any tip maybe or, like, any trick on you on, like, overcoming those blocks and those fears? Of course, yes. Uh, first of all,
1: you you can start doing something easier than, I, I mean, for instance, if talking about your business is something that's very high stakes for you, because you are going to be afraid that other people are going to do better, or that other people are going to, I don't know, uh, uh, correct you or say that you are wrong and they are not but if this is like very hard for you start with something that's very very easy for you so for instance start practicing with a tv series that you like or a movie that you like so if you like star wars let's say start making like a two minute video saying the the your favorite scene of the latest movie of Star Wars and why it's your favorite, right? Because I'm sure that a lot of people are going to say, yeah, it's right. That's great. And and even if the people who are going to say, no, you're wrong, are immediately going to be corrected by the people who say yes. And then it's just um, an exciting discussion for you and as, as you say you like debate right as you mm-hmm. it's it it becomes a debate where you just get comfortable with with people debating opinions and you know that it's not a big deal and obviously your your business when you when you go like next step your business you know it's not an opinion right you studied this and you and you uh prove you you have a proof that this works because you had your clients before or your practice clients before or you saw this even before you had clients because I don't know if you're a relationship coach and you're always the girl who was in the in the bathroom at the uh, dance, cl- dance club, discotheque, telling the other girls like, hey, stop crying, you know, like this guy's a jerk and he doesn't deserve you, whatever it is. You are always this person. You know that what you're going to say has value because it's helped people before so first i have two tips first of all start with something that you're really passionate about and that it's like that already has a lot of agreement out there and post it you know in a in an amateur blog or something because you start practicing with something that's immediately gonna get a lot of support and you feel supported and the second is for your business write down not even five, you know, write down thirty reasons why you are great like this job that you do makes sense. You know, first I, I helped girls in the toilet. Two, when I wrote a blog post, this girl commented and said, Oh, it saved my life. I finally broke up with my boyfriend who was abusive. And and skip listing this and by maybe by the number 17 you're going to struggle but once you surpass this barrier and you really find the the more another reason and another and another you're going to finish the 30 and you're going to go away for coffee for a shower for whatever you you have to do that day and you're going to be thinking of more instantly oh yeah this too this too this too and you feel more confident because you you have the reasons underneath like underlying reasons why you are not a fraud and
0: your business makes sense and you actually do help a lot of people. Yeah, oh my gosh, I love this so much like totally agree with like the writing down I think like when you write down things and you can go back to it you feel a bit more confident and and you talked about like maybe recording a like two minute video or starting a <laughs> blog so can you maybe expand on like go-to strategies that um, listeners can like implement to become more visible like online and especially on social media as well
1: of course. So I'm going to I'm going to tell uh, my story of the first YouTube channel I created. Yes, please. And um so in in 2014 I had my first business and I had a business partner who was I I ended up finding out like we had serious ethical disparities. I found out she was um paying for her private Netflix and private flights with our company's money. You know, she was uh, she she thought that you know, she could solve a, a business deal seducing people. It was, I'm not going to enter into a lot of detail, but obviously the partnership ended. And I found out that she was selling a, a method and a course that I had created as if it was her own. And her mom was giving her money for um, um, a publicist. So she was going to start going on on TV and on radio selling my courses if it was hers. So what I immediately did, Yes, I recorded, um, YouTube, uh, video just saying um, actually this let, let's park this information then I was working as a consultant for a, for a YouTube company just consulting um, SE optimization and strategies visibility strategies for YouTube creators like v- v- big YouTube creators like 30,000 followers 100,000 followers wow. and seeing, seeing all of this yeah it was it was a really cool consultancy job that I that I got in London and that allowed me to like save to travel etc. And doing seeing all of this, I thought, why like why don't I make a YouTube channel? Right? So everyone has a YouTube channel. Everyone has channels talking about anything you can imagine. So it can't be that hard for me to create one as well. And, and then one day I was like, so these two informations, there was my, my business partner that had this and I needed to put the content out there and me thinking like, what can my YouTube channel be about? And one day the, the client told me, so can you, can you please see if you can find musicians from Brazil who have a YouTube channel? With their own content, it can't be covers, and they are they, they want to grow their YouTube channel, and they want to have um, uh, digital rights secured for their content, so that people don't download their music illegally to use in like in in their in their own content, in their own videos that they don't have the right, etc. So I posted an ad in one of these groups, like for artists, and the amount of material that I received. Was so wrong, you know, like so desperate. There were musicians saying that, um, "Can I send you my demo tape?" There, there were actors saying, "If you also need an actor, here is my show reel." There, there was so much wrong stuff because people didn't bother to read. That I felt so passionate about that. It's just like, how can how can people? Um, just call themselves professionals if they treat their own business like that. You know they don't bother reading the briefing before they start. So I did a YouTube video saying that, guys, this is a feedback for your application, and I posted on the group. The group had like uh, twenty thousand followers. The one where I posted the, um, the the ad, I posted it as a feedback for them, and it was really true and really visceral because I, I was I was seriously shocked by that, and I said. And on the video, I said, so since, uh, since it looks like you, there are a lot of people who don't know what they're doing, I'm going to start a series of videos about how to market yourself as an actor, which was my course. So I thought this is great because it, it unites two things that I wanted to do. One, create a YouTube channel and two, publish my content for free out there so that people knew that it came from me. And from the moment I started doing this, so uh, some people got a bit angry because they thought like, yeah, they they just needed a job and they didn't even read. So they wanted me to hire them no matter what. But so many people, so many people, I got 100 subscribers in the first hour and I got 1000 views in the first day because it was something that really hit a nerve. And a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, finally. Uh, They they thought I was like a casting director. I was just uh, working for a YouTube agency. But they said, oh, finally, a casting director who, who speaks the truth and who tells us, how it is, and finally we can um, uh, tailor our applications better and we can increase our chances. So every week I would do a video. This was in Portuguese. This was for Brazil because my, my client asked me to get musicians in Brazil. So immediately the channel started getting a lot of attention because people said, you, you have to listen to this. You have to see this. And people would Google or, or Google on YouTube like uh, what's the best monologue that you can have or what kind of um, headshots profile pictures never to send to a to a production a director a casting director and and as this content was really relevant. People weren't talking much about that. There were only workshops wanting to get money from people, you know. Oh, pay uh, uh, 500 quid and do your photos with me. And the photos were all wrong because the guy wanted the money. You wanted the the glamour and the sensation of making these photos. But no one was teaching how to create good photos. So um, now I stopped the channel in in the end of 2015 because in 2016 I went backpacking and I also changed my niche a bit but in two years the channel got uh more than five thousand subscribers and i kept yes and i kept being invited to run in-person workshops in spain in portugal i even ran one in australia so yeah the the tip is if you have something that you're seeing around in facebook groups or in your profession or or in your niche that is not quite working and you say you keep in your mind thinking oh if only I could say this and give them my perspective just give them your perspective because people are desperate to hear a new perspective and and you know it's it's needed so whenever it's needed there is a there is a movement towards your content
0: That is so, so great. I love this. So would you say that like, maybe I'm recording a video like a YouTube video or Facebook Live and then putting the content like in front of the people that are interested, for example, in Facebook groups, because Facebook groups are so cool. um, Would you think that this is like a really great strategy for like visibility online?
1: Yes, I guess uh, if you, well, for Facebook groups, first you have to have a pre-assessment of which ones accept that people who are not the admin do lives,
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. They're,
1: they're, and some, some say every day, some say just one day in the week, etc. And your live can't just be like press the button and there's a weird face, like, a weird, no, not weird, like, a face is not weird, but like, a strange face, so that's a, that's a translation, a strange face um, speaking, because some groups are, are just very closely knit around the admin, you know, people just go there to see the admin's teachings. So you must have a strategy behind this as well. First, don't don't dump your content there. See what's the latest discussion that's being said there, what the group is about and what value you can bring to the group and create um, a caption before you press live that's really catchy. So, for instance, uh, this I'm gonna give I'm gonna give an example of uh, a published post that I did a test a test with, but this serves it live as well. So you know those typical A to B journeys when people say, "Yeah, before I was broke and and I didn't have any money and I didn't have any perspective, and now I I'm like sipping mojitos at the Bahamas and everything is amazing." Drop an emoji to see like how. And if you start with I've always wanted to travel the world or I was such an insecure person. It kind of turns people off because people don't go to Facebook to feel even more depressed, right? They are already like, they, it's, it's already FOMO inducing enough. It's already, um, uh, people go there for inspiration. They don't go there to hear other people's sub stories, even if it has a happy ending. So instead of writing, I've always wanted to travel the world. If the person writes as the first line, uh, hey, world travel ongoing since 2014, country count 33, and then they start telling their story. Obviously, you're going to get much more cheerleaders and and people who always wanted to do this, they're going to connect with this much more than, oh, I want to travel the world, you know, or I always wanted to travel the world. So with lives is the same. If you just post, "Hi guys, I'm live" as the caption, or if you don't post any caption, like it happens, is going to attract way less than I don't know. Uh, top three reasons why uh, you are in uh, like you haven't recovered from your relationship yet. I don't know, right? Yeah. So people who haven't recovered from their relationship, they're going to want to say, "Oh yeah, why haven't I recovered from my relationship? I'm gonna click on this video and I'm gonna watch." So obviously you're not going to post this on a travel group you have to post this on a relationship <laughs> group and it seems obvious but i see so much of this going on as well you know like people uh, uh they they dump their comments in the, in the middle of a of a challenge that's going on in the group everyone is only posting about the challenge and all of a sudden you post hey guys i have three more spots for my one to one coaching and it's like yeah but it's not even your group and people are talking about something else. People don't care about your coaching right now. You know, you have to prep people first and get yeah. the, the like, no trust. But first, the like, no trust, no like trust is grab people's interest. So be smart about, you know, how, how you publish your lives. And, and do partnerships. I did one the other day. I called another girl who does exactly the same. Well, not exactly, but like very similar, same niche as I. And, and instead of thinking, oh, she's posting the same content as I and she's going to like steal my competitors. I asked her to do a, a conjoint live so that both of us could talk about busting the myth of competition we promoted ourselves we said we do public speaking we do facebook live video and it was exposure for us because now she's going to share on her page as well and my name is going to be there and i'm going to share on my page and her name is going to be there the admin was really happy because we weren't like competing or spamming and we were adding to the to the group because everyone else is thinking about um competition in some i mean so, some very high mindset people already know that there is no such thing as competition. But a lot of people said, yeah, this is something that I really need to watch because competition is something that keeps bugging me. I'm going to save it for later. And I got engagement from that. So that's, that's it. Just be smart about your captions, about, your, uh, about the actual content, and the moment of the group where you're posting that comment as well. What's going on in the group?
0: yeah oh my gosh such great tips i love it and i actually think it's super interesting how you say that we should maybe not do those like captions with like i went from a to b and i show you how but like thinking about doing it differently i think that's super interesting um so everyone is doing now
1: yeah Yeah. in 2000
0: as january 2017 i saw my first one and i
1: was just like wow this girl writes really well one year later, everyone is doing this. I see five of these every day on my on my uh, timeline. So it's not engaging anymore.
0: It's not interesting anymore. Yeah, so do you have, like, I mean, you said to, like, start off on a positive note. But do you have, like, a, a like action step for, like, my listeners or for our listeners that they can, like, take immediately after listening to the episode to, like, make their captions better and to, like, make it different? Do you have, like, an idea, an action step?
1: uh well the the main idea is making better captions actually so look at what you've done already look at what's uh generated engagement and what hasn't and how you should see so assess if it has started on a positive note or in a uh the the before note you know like you start with the after never never with the with the before so uh change this and that, that's an action step, like to post. But if you need an action step for before posting, just make a list of, I don't know, five things you could really talk about. And, um, you know, things that has, have to do with your niche that are relevant for a certain Facebook group, for instance. And, you know, like five things, not, not just one, five. Pick one. And see how you can break this one thing into, I don't know, five topics. For instance, if you're going to talk about um, meditation, right? You don't need to do a live, a 20-minute live about meditation because maybe people are not going to watch. Start with something really short. So what's one tip about meditation that you can post? And then you post like, hi guys, today we're going to say one tip about meditation. If you think that you need to have your mind completely blank, don't worry. It's really normal that thoughts keep coming. And what you need to do is, uh, uh, just learn to live with it and count to 10, etc. Well, I'm not a meditation coach. Whoever (laughs) is, will know what's going on, but something really specific, really short, really, uh, um, uh, edible, you know, (laughs) digestible that people can watch in four minutes and start applying right now. So start doing very small chunks of content and start posting this content with uh I'm gonna give free tips about meditation you know because free tips Hey, everyone loves free tips and start posting in in mindset and meditation groups
0: yeah oh my gosh so good and like also with uh, Facebook lives I also feel like there's this like common attitude that your Facebook live needs to be like super long but like Personally, for me, I prefer watching like 10 minute Facebook lives that I can just like watch without having like to spend an hour. So I think your tip is. Yes. Uh, well, there's a, there's actually a
1: reason behind the very long Facebook lives. And that's because whilst it's live, people who do long videos that they wanna they want to get as many people um noticing it that is live as possible as many people reacting and engaging as possible so if if the live is going on forever and you have like uh 300 people watching it probably facebook will uh will value that and will pump your video even more like Haley is live whatever it is but the thing is for whoever is gonna watch this after live. Or for whoever still, I don't know, in their nine to five and they're watching from the office is really bad, you know, like just just to please the algorithm, let's say you are making and, and some it like unnecessarily long and some people are not going to watch the whole of the video. They're going to skip. And for so many long videos, I also see that it's a 30 minute speech that could be condensed in six because people start greeting others and and people start talking about their clothes and people start looking for things that they hadn't prepared before. And I understand it's alive, but uh, if you're going to second guess, not second guess yourself, but if you're going to start thinking about the proper metaphor, thinking about the train of thought, you're not, you're wasting people's time and time is so precious, right? Maybe you have a, a half an hour a day to do education about your business and the other, the other hours you have your in your day are to actually work on your business because you're not going to be watching like a corporate TV all day or like, um, you know, training TV all day to learn stuff. You have to start doing stuff at some point as well. So I, I agree with you. I don't like the very long Facebook videos, but I understand that people do them because it's engaging uh, for, it's pleasing the algorithm basically. So the more people watch it, the more Facebook will start uh showing to others as well
0: yeah definitely i think also like obviously long facebook lives are great if you're doing a q and a but um yeah. people should like really realize that especially if you have like a small audience and probably no one will be on the facebook live like when it's actually live anyway it's really more about the replay and about of course. the actual Facebook live, so I think that's super interesting, and I think that's something like that not that many people point out as well. So
1: yeah, and, and there's al- there's also something you can do to to not to make sure, but to try and get as if especially if it's not your community, not your tribe, you're doing this in uh, in someone else's group. Maybe talk to the admin, but post. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go live at 5 p.m. to talk about this. And then uh, catch me live if you want, otherwise the replay, just post it if the admin is okay with this. If it's your own group, you can create an event and invite everyone who is from your group. Even if you're creating this event one hour before the the live starts. And so people receive the notification that in one hour you're going to be live. And if they are feel, they feel like watching, if they're interested, they will tune in. And this is a way to not get people like totally by surprise they didn't even know the live was going on and you're doing a live or you see that very depressing eye icon with one person watching or zero people watching
0: yeah no that is such a good idea with the um, like creating an event i think that Mm -hmm. is actually something i will implement as well um like saying a few hours before hey guys like i'm going live then and then like give me your questions i think that is really cool i actually never tried that out but i think i should really (laughs) yeah yeah you definitely should that's that's the way yeah that's super cool so um that is like so interesting what you've said i think there is a lot of like tangible things and like action steps which i absolutely love so like my last question Mm -hmm what are certain things that like people maybe that are building personal brands or that are promoting their business online should avoid doing when they become more visible um, on social media? Uh, well, I have two favorite ones. The, the first one
1: is trying to be someone else. Sometimes you don't even realize you're doing this trying to be something that you think sells so you see a successful popular um, professional out there in the same niche as you and you think okay she does this this is what sells because that's what she does so you try to imitate her and then you become a, a watered down version of someone who's already the real thing you're your own real thing right you're the best at being your own real thing and it's so hard like I have the, the One of the biggest struggles of my clients when, when they come to me is find they end up find out by session two, you know, that, oh, no, but it's just I want to, it's because I want to come across as professional. And I'm just like, you are coming across as professional. You're very knowledgeable. And they're like, no, because, you know, I am too calm and I should be more, like, sharp and sleek and entrepreneurial. It's just you are being entrepreneurial, but if if you're – audience comes to you for uh, holistic uh, healing and mindset and whatever, you don't need to be a Wall Street shark, all the opposite, right? People are going to like you because you are this serene, calm uh, uh, voice and people who say oh I'm not um uh, I'm too bubbly and I should be more contained or I'm too much of an introvert and I should be more bubbly because people only care about big personalities and it's not true you know like I'm I'm a big personality myself and it works with people who connect with this and it doesn't work with people who I don't know who who don't connect with this, you know. Who prefers someone who speaks low and who's more, uh, who's nicer, who keeps keeps giggling all the time? If that's if that's your real self, you're unbeatable at this if if you are so some people will think oh she's so cute she's an introvert look at her and she's she she has this charm you know this shy charm about her that is great and some people the same people may admire someone else because this someone else is so authentically bubbly and and loud and admire the same other person uh, uh, the same people admire another person because they're so practical and organized and they speak in bullet points so always uh, always be yourself and it's quite hard to maybe it's quite hard to see if you're being yourself or not and this is this is when you you maybe would like to book a session with someone so that they assess how your overall presence is coming along and the second thing that people should avoid and it's been happening as well like I saw it two times is um misleading people even if they don't think it's misleading for, for the sake of creating more engagement. So I saw it twice that people, uh, like it's, it's, really nice that you posted in a Facebook group that you wanted people for your podcast and you actually called people for your podcast, right? Is I see people saying, Oh, I want to create a, a show, a Facebook live show where I'm going to be interviewing people. So to be able to access this, you'll have to join my Facebook group. And then two months on, this show never happened. Maybe the person did one live with one guy who's not even like the the niche inside the group. Well, the niche is, but the, the profile, you know, the profile, the group is just for women. And she does an interview with a guy who already has uh, uh, 300,000 followers. And she only said this to attract people to her community and she may or may not get people to know her and like her and buy from her but I guarantee there's a lot of people who are going to think wait a minute I just joined this group because I wanted to be one of the experts part of your show I didn't join because I wanted to be sold to so it it I saw more than one people doing this. And there are other strategies that don't involve, you know, making promises to people. And, oh, since I'm not going to invite anyone to my live show or my podcast or my summit or whatever it is, uh, but since they are there, I'm going to start promoting to them and I'm going to start calling them in my lives and saying, so are you going to join my my program? No, I'm not going to join your program. I came here to be interviewed. So uh, be consistent and be... Um, Yes, I, I guess it's co- consistent, not posting a lot, but consistent in the sense of if you are promoting to get experts in your show, just make sure you are not just using this as a misleading strategy to create, to increase your, your community and your own visibility to sell to them.
0: Yeah, so being really honest. As yeah, well. honest is yeah. the word, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I've, actually, I have to tell you, Like, I've seen that as well where um people are really not being honest and i think it's like actually quite stupid because people will like obviously notice yeah people are not stupid right i think that's like like that you are putting your brand and your reputation on danger basically just to like get more people into your group that's like stupid <laughs> yeah yes
1: yes it is it is yes 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 yeah. or um if you are into facebook lives as well there's one third thing that i saw um uh, to be part of a, of a facebook live challenge you had to see a 40-minute video with the rules and then another 27-minute video with the theme for day one. And seriously, I wanted to be part of the challenge, just you know, to be part of the community and to connect. But mm. who has time to spend like over an hour just to, just to see the rules? So uh, if you're doing lives, I understand you want to do everything with lives, but please respect people's time as well
0: oh yeah yeah that is that is super um interesting and such a uh yeah Totally, like totally agree just just totally agree like no one no one got time for that yeah yeah exactly, and nobody got time for that Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> love this, um so oh my gosh, that was absolutely amazing what you all said, and so much great information, so like how can people find you <laughs> yes, uh I have recently started um,
1: escalating my business to English because, as I said before, I was only doing Portuguese. And when I was doing English, it was only by recommendation. So I didn't have the whole um, Facebook group for myself, for people to find. And now I do. There's a Facebook group where I give like free tips and free trainings and I assess even if you post your own live, I can like give my opinion, my opinion, obviously I can give some pointers for you to consider and the group is called Facebook Live and YouTube Rockstars. Because it started from a boot camp that I organized about Facebook Live and YouTube Rockstars. Nice. The the actual URL is Facebook.com uh, slash groups slash inspiring entrepreneurs. Oh yeah, I will put it in the
0: show notes definitely so people can check out your Facebook group and join. Mm, that's great. <laughs> that is cool. Do you also have like a an Instagram or something, maybe.
1: I yes, I have I have two I have two Instagrams. One is uh, Christina Lark, which is basically with um, I start giving public speaking tips as well and comedy because I'm am a working actress and I have a show in Australia in March. So I'm posting comedy and I'm posting public speaking tips because to me my own my own brand I combine this too right i explain in a funny way and i uh to me my own expression is via comedy via sarcasm etc so i joined this too and there's one called free to exist that started as like a travel instagram for the whole year i spent backpacking in 2016 and I never have time like to keep, I, I keep posting pictures whenever I have the time because I like, I have a busy schedule for doing this now. But yes, there's free to exist and there is Christina Lark, Christina NoH.
0: That is wonderful. And I will definitely make sure to, to link everything because like, I mean, I, I think I follow you already um, because like I'm stuck.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but (laughs) But you should you should creep people that's that you know you're going to that's that's actually a great interviewer job congratulations
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so um thank you thank you so much um Christina, for being here today on my podcast it was wonderful talking to you thank Um, you it was a pleasure i had a blast thank you so 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 much Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. I know it was a long one, but I thought Christina just brought so much value. So, so much value. And especially for a topic which I think really is the basis for success online and on social media and something so many business owners just struggle with and need help um, to overcome their fears. So I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please, please, please check out Christina and tell her that you came from the Digital Diamond um, podcast and I will hear from you in my next episode. Bye!